Welcome to the Pineapple Table podcast. I am your host, Jamie Lee, and I started this podcast to share my fertility and health journey. Along the way, I discovered more and more people came forward to share their own story of life's hard, sweet, and straight up awkward parts. This podcast will bring you real people with real stories, and together, we'll all feel a little bit less alone. So pull up your seat at the table, get ready, and open your heart. I'll see you there. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number two of the Pineapple Table podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so happy you're here with me today. And thank you for tuning in and listening. (sighs) I am going into my ninth month of being pregnant, and you will hear me like huffing and puffing, like taking (laughs) words and putting them into sentences makes me uh, out of breath, as does everything else. So if you hear me like huffing and puffing, that's why there's nothing wrong. Just have a bunch of, you know, new blood and new baby in me just, you know, swimming around in there. Anyway, today's topic is a heated one gets me really fired up. Actually, a lot of topics get me fired up, but this one is something that I started to experience the moment I announced that we were pregnant. And the topic today is going to be unsolicited advice. (laughs) So whether you're listening to this right now and you are expecting your first baby, your second, your third, whatever, or you're a mom or you're not a mom and you're just doing something for the first time, it could be not even fertility related. I am sure that you are experiencing unsolicited advice. And so I wanted to just jump in and talk about that a little bit because I noticed that even actually when we bought our house, we got unsolicited advice then. I think it's just human nature to want to give people advice um, even when they don't ask for it. And I started to notice that I was getting really angry. And the interesting part was I was getting really angry when people were giving me unsolicited advice, but I wasn't getting angry at certain people. It was very strange. So I wanted to get curious about that um, because when we get curious, we can get better, right? And that's what I'm all about is just making myself a better human. So let me take a deep breath there because I can't breathe. Baby's like up in my lungs right now. Oh man, it's such a great experience and it's the strangest experience and it's uncomfortable and I don't want it to end and I also want it to end so I can meet my baby at the same time. So I'm living in this like really weird middle ground right now. (laughs) So unsolicited advice, what is it? Um, If you could name it right now, what would you say or how would you describe unsolicited advice to someone? Like for me... The definition is unwanted advice. I'm pretty sure that actually is the real definition of it. Or advice that you just didn't ask for. It's like people just want to tell you, you know, their, what they think you should do. And like I was saying, it was to, when we first found out we were pregnant, we had our bony announced, I was getting advice from a lot of people. And I was actually really enjoying some of that advice. And still to this day, like... There are many, many people when they tell me something, I just take it. I'm like, yes, this is such a good tip. But then there's other people that tell me and it would like 
send me into a rage of anger. <laughs> and I wanted to get curious as to why that was happening. And I started to just kind of jot some things down, just started reflecting on it. Um, and I noticed that certain people, um, it's the way they say things and the way they present the advice that uh, I immediately put a wall up. And there are other people who will say it, could give me the same advice. And if they say it differently in a more loving way, uh, I receive that advice. So um, why do people offer advice in the first place? And I did a lot of research on that. And it's people often give advice because they just want to help you. And it often comes from a loving place. And when we can flip our mindset and say, okay, they're offering us love. They're offer us, offering us uh, like a helping hand. It kind of lessens for me. It gives me more patience to listen and receive. Um, and then there are some people who give advice, unsolicited advice, because they need to control a situation or they're big control freaks. And those type of people, they put the rage in my body. And I was like, why? Why is that? And I realized it's because I used to be a really big control freak. And I am only a tiny bit of a control freak now. So <clears throat> often they say, you know, what we see in other people is a reflection of what's really inside of us. And I agree with that. And I also disagree with that because I think sometimes the reflection isn't a current ver is not a current version of you that you see. It could be a past version of you that you worked really hard to get through. And that's kind of where I'm at. So people who are super, super big control freaks and they're giving me advice from a controlling way, I like, it, it just like fires me up, makes my blood boil. Um, another reason I think people give advice is because they feel this need to just be needed. Like they want to be needed in some way, somehow. Uh, and I think that also comes from a loving perspective too. And I'm sure as I'm listing this, you're probably having, going through your head right now where you're like, yes, this person said this and I knew it was in a loving way and it came from a loving place. And then you have those other people who you know in your life are big control freaks and they're giving you advice and they said it really shitty and or they're just trying to control a situation because their way is the better way in their head. Um, and then there's also... I was looking it up and I don't have the article with me and I'll try to quote it in um, or cite it in the information. But they talked about that people often will offer advice to make connections with you. So kind of like an icebreaker going into a situation saying, oh, I did this. Have you ever tried this? Blah, blah, blah. And it might just be in my head that would be more of someone who is an acquaintance or a stranger, doesn't really know you. Um, but really wants to make a connection with you. And that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. And um, they often say that, like, there was this woman actually in the coffee shop recently who offered advice to me. I forget what the advice was, but she was really sweet. And I think she really was just giving that advice to make a connection with me because we had a conversation after that. Um, and so some of the advice I got that's been amazing as a first-time mom or soon to be first time mom are like the simplest things like get 
zipper onesies. Like, fuck those snaps. Don't do the snaps. Don't do the buttons. Get the zippers. Like, that type of advice is so (laughs) important to me and so meaningful and so loving. Um, But then, of course, there's other, you know, there's other advice that I got that uh, did not come from, I didn't feel came from a place of love, came from a place of fear, control, and fired me up. And so what do I do? Like, I was like, what do I do in situations? Because I don't want to be walking around and being a pissed off human because certain people are giving me advice and um, they're pissing me off. (laughs) It's like, what do I do if that advice is being offered? And so here's my advice that is kind of from, yeah, that's kind of ironic, right? I'm giving you advice right now. (laughs) You didn't ask for it, did you? No, maybe you did. But anyway, here's my unsolicited advice for you. Mm-hmm. That's what we do as humans. Okay. So from my experience, being kind, right? So I'm talking about advice that you, uh, unsolicited advice. So advice you didn't ask for, and perhaps advice from someone who, uh, you, <laughs> they, uh, boil your blood or fill you up with rage, whatever it is, or someone that's just annoying. Always be kind. I found that if I jump to the anger first, I end up feeling really bad and it feels worse. So always be kind and gracious. And I also, I tried to flip my mindset. So I was like in a forgiving point of view, like I wouldn't say I forgive you out loud to this person for giving me this shitty ass advice or this controlling advice. But in my head, I'm, I'm nodding, I'm listening, I'm absorbing it, I'm taking it in. And in my head, I'm like, thank you for giving me this advice. Okay, you can just thank you. I forgive you for giving me advice that is out of your own fear and need to control. You don't say that to them. You say that in your head. Oddly, it made me feel better. And then I found that some people, um, advice that's really aggressive, that feels more of like an attack. Some of the ways I responded was uh, in a clear and firm way. And this took me a couple times and it still takes me practice to do. But clearly saying, thank you for the advice. We already feel confident in our plan to X, Y, and Z. Or I already feel very confident in my plan to do X, Y, and Z. Or I've spoken to my doctor and we're following her plan or his plan or whatever. So being very clear so that person doesn't feel rejected, right? Because if they are coming from a place of love, we want to hope that they are, right? Hope that everyone's coming from a place of love and it doesn't feel that way to you, at least you're thanking them, they're feeling heard, and you can move on. And then there are people who don't really get the, get the hint there that, you know, you've got it, and you no longer want to receive this information. One of the things that I've read, and I've tried to do, and it's kind of hard for me, because I want to kind of like dig my heels in a little bit. um, But just walk away. You know, you don't have to say anything. You can smile and nod and you can walk away. And so picking your battles is something that I always struggle with, right? But sometimes it's just not worth it. So instead of digging my heels in, I'm just going to walk away. I'm going to smile. I'm going to walk away. I'm not going to like flip the bird (laughs) and whatever else my raging hormone body wants to do to you. I'm going to smile and walk away. Uh, And then 
there are some aggressive people that just don't stop. Like, they, they won't stop. You could walk away. You could smile and nod. You could do all these things, and they will not stop. You could have to clearly say to these people, I have to clearly say to these people, no thanks. Like, no thank you. Like, we'll come to you when we need you. And I think that that is a pretty firm way to handle aggressive people, but sometimes aggressive people need to be handled in an aggressive response because that's the way they uh, receive information. That's the way they learn. And so the reason I'm, I'm kind of sharing this with you is because if you're someone who is receiving this unsolicited advice through whatever journey, wherever you are in your life, it's... It's helpful to start with just being kind and with a mindset of people are coming from a loving point of view. And from my experience, before I started getting curious and reflecting on this, I would jump to the aggressive part. And that was a real big turnoff to a lot of people. And it made me feel like a shitty human. So I did some, you know, practice, (laughs) some research, all that stuff. And, uh, I found that the best way to first deal with unsolicited advice is to be kind. However that is to you. Doesn't mean you need to be a pushover. It doesn't mean you need to accept their advice. But you also don't need to go into aggressive rage mode like your pal Jamie. <laughs> um, it's, it's hard, right? Like dealing with these people in your life and you're experiencing something that's new. And people want to just share. They want to share. And that can be really, really hard for someone who kind of likes to figure things out on their own. And that's not, that's like me. That's not always the best way to be in situations, right? Like my, one of my stories is like, it's really hard for me to let go of control and ask for help. Like that's always been a story of mine. Like I can do it all on my own, blah, blah, blah. I've gotten a lot better, but I think that's why certain people really kind of push my buttons or have in the past pushed my buttons. And so just get curious about when you're receiving this information, what is it that's bothering you? What is it about you? Because it's most times it's really not so much about them with your feelings. You know, like what is it that's pushing that button? And when you find out what the button is, you get to do anything you want with the button. You can throw it out. You can recognize it. You can keep it if you really like the way you respond, which I'm guessing is a no. And so you kind of gain control back of your response because that's really the only thing we can control, right? We know this. We've heard this a million times in different authors and quotes and speakers is we can only control ourselves. We can't control other humans. We can't control the way they're going to react. We can only control ourselves, and that's it. And so I just want to also <laughs> talk about something since I just gave you some advice. Isn't that fun? I just wrote, I just um, am recording a podcast on unsolicited advice, and I just gave you about 10 minutes of unsolicited advice. So that's a good start there, Jamie. But how, how do you offer someone advice? Because I, I know there's someone listening to this that is someone who loves to help, like wants to help, wants to just do all the things. How do you offer advice that's important in a loving way? And so one of the things that I 
am trying consciously to do is to say, instead of saying, have you ever tried, um, you know what I do? (laughs) This happened to me. Say, can I share my experience with you? Do you mind if I share my experience? And they can, then it's their control. You know, like the ball's in their court. They can take it or they can leave it. And be prepared. They may say no. No, you cannot share your experience right now. No, I I don't have time. I'm running out. Uh, no, no thank you. Uh, I have to go. Like, they try to ignore it, too, if they, if they really don't want to hear your experience. And that's fine, because that's up to them. You have no idea what your experience might be to them, right? Could trigger them. It could set them back. It could scare them. Or they're just not ready to hear it. But at least if you have something loving to share advice that truly, truly helped you. And when you say, can I share with you my experience? It opens the door a little bit. And whether they take the doorknob and open it more, fine. Then you get to share your experience, but they might not. But the door remains open a little bit. So now you've invited them to come to you when they're ready, if they're ever ready. And... I think sometimes, too, the feeling of rejection is hard for people. And I think that that's why people who offer advice can sometimes be really taken back when people say that. Say no. No, thank you. Not right now. It's a rejection of, of their, you know, offering. And that's okay. And, and if you're the advice giver, understand that that's okay. They're just not ready. Or it, it's not for them at this moment. Okay, and I also want to share something that happened to me uh, early on. Actually, not really. I was probably six months pregnant at this point. Um, so as you know, we've done, we did IVF to conceive. And with IVF, there were a lot of blood tests. There were a lot of ultrasounds. There was just a lot of in and outs of office visits. And you kind of feel like a big old science experiment. And One thing that I really want to stress, like, I feel like I need to, like, stick up for people who are going through IVF or anything, really, like, first-time moms, is please, for the love of God, of all things, whatever you believe in, do not send first-time moms, first-time people with anything, scary information or articles or things that can be triggering and just really fucking scary and can send them down a rabbit hole. I had someone send me information on the dangers of ultrasounds. And I got the article. I didn't even read it. It's it's something you do not send to first-time moms, to people who have been through fucking war and back to have a baby, to try to conceive. And And, and this goes for anything, not even infertility. If somebody's going through something... I forgot to mention, my windows are open, so if you hear something, it's cars on my street. Um, And it's also football Sunday, so you might hear some yelling, some grunting. Not coming from me. It's my husband. Uh, Anyway. Okay. So, yeah, please do not send first-time moms, first-time people going through first-time experiences or whatever. Scary fucking articles. Don't do it. It means nothing. I'm sure it comes from a loving place. But you have no idea what kind of mindset that person's in. And at the end of the day, ask yourself, is this helpful? 
Because I know somebody like myself who goes through, who went through IVF, who's now continuing at the end. I'm still having some, um, I, I'm kind of uh, at a point in my pregnancy where I need to go in for ultrasounds and things like that, where I'm going to be exposed to ultrasounds often. Uh, and that doesn't help me. That's not helpful. Ask yourself, is this helpful for them? Can they control it? The answer is no. I'm going to get those ultrasounds. I need to get those ultrasounds. So whatever information this is giving me is not going to help me. It's not going to help put me in a mindset of being positive and uh, moving forward. So just think before you send people things. Uh, and also think before you say anything about a first-time mom's looks or a, not even first-time mom. I keep saying first-time mom, but that's just because that's what I'm experiencing. But any pregnant person, or actually any person at all, don't comment on the way they look. <laughs> this is something that fucking blows my mind. I have had people tell me, oh, you look, oh, you look so big. That's going to be a big baby. Oh, you look small. You're, you're, not, you're not showing at all. Oh, you have a small bump. Oh, you look tired. I had somebody tell me that someone else who was pregnant, someone else told them that they look scary. Like, where, where the fuck, where, where does that come from? Like, where in your head is that a good idea? <laughs> it, it's really crazy. Um, also, please don't tell, please do not tell parents that are expecting that they're going to lose sleep. They're not going to be able to go out anymore. They're not going to be able to do this or that. Or, oh my gosh, if you have a C-section, you're not going to be able to do this or that. Or it's horrible. Like, you don't say these things to people. Please, if you're listening to this episode, please, 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 just be mindful. Put your own filter on before you start saying things to others. And if you're not sure if you should say it, ask yourself, one, is this kind? And two, is it necessary? And three, is it helpful? I know I probably fudged up that quote from whoever said that, but those are the three things. Is it kind? Is it necessary? Is it helpful? And if it's yes to all those, then say, can I share my experience with you? Okay. <laughs> but don't comment on how they look, what their physical appearance is. Please, for the love of God, don't do that. Ugh. Okay. So that was my unsolicited advice about unsolicited advice for you. <laughs> and I want to know, I really want to know your stories. I love it when you guys uh, message me or answer on my Instagram, like questions that I have, and you just share with me your experience. I cannot thank you enough for kind of giving me a little peek, a little share into your lives. I know that sometimes for some people, that's a lot. That takes a lot of guts to do that. Um, and they're not as open uh, or as comfortable as being open, or they are. And I, either way, I really appreciate it. I absolutely love reading your stories. So um, before I wrap up, I want to offer you or invite you to share with me something that someone told you, like unsolicited advice that you heard, or something that someone told you when you were experiencing someone, something for the first time, or something silly. I really do love silly stories, um, ridiculous stories. And you can either drop it here, you can email me or comment um, on my Instagram or just DM me, whichever works for you. But please share these stories. I would love to share some of them 
on the podcast and I will never, ever, 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 ever give your name out without your permission. And I probably won't even say anyone's name, even with permission, unless you were on my show. So anyway, I hope you enjoy this podcast and me breathing heavily. Uh, Everything's fine. Don't worry. (laughs) Uh, And thank you again for tuning in. I hope to see you next time. And don't forget, share your stories with me. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of the Pineapple Table podcast. I am so grateful you're here and for following us and for supporting us. If you love this episode and it landed in your heart, please feel free to leave us a five-star review and let us know what you loved most about this episode. And if there's someone out there you know would benefit from listening to this episode, please, please, please share it with them. You never know what gift that may be to them. Until next time, remember, you're never alone. Bye, guys.